0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: My neighbor, welcome again
2: to this neighborhood.
3: I'd like to show you something.
2: You know what this is? Maybe if I press this button, you can see. This is a cassette player with a little cassette in here. And there's nothing written on it, so we'll just have to play it to see what it is. If you don't mind, I will begin
4: at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going.
5: One, two, three. Bad boy! Four,
6: five, six.
7: V.I.G. You get a lot of (laughs) B-52s. Yes.
8: I have no idea why I have Fred Schneider's solo album. (laughs) Why
5: did I buy this funky little purchase? Is that your your Fred Schneider? Yeah. Why did I buy this funky little purchase? We have our own friends. And now. My God is being authentic, but it's also about being authentic, which means I will be authentic. And so that transmission's coming, but I'm when I do it, I'm going to burn it down real good. Our feature presentation.
2: I not understand much of what he said. He's right, though. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 19th of February. Hey, kids. What's happening? Hey. Hi, hi. How
8: was everybody's weekend?
1: It was great. It was fun. <gasps> you felt like a real vacation. Sort of did, yeah. Yeah. yeah
8: I thought it was not long enough.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right.
8: Could have used a couple extra <laughs> yeah, days. a five-day weekend. All right. Um, we know from social media that Kevin was very busy leaving shopping carts all over North America. Yeah, I appreciate Seriously. that, Bean. You mm-hmm. traveled
1: everywhere. Saw I really you got Waco. around. Yeah.
8: <laughs> saw you. Of course, I uh, I saw you. You were in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Didn't look me up. Thank you for that. Sure. You were up in Canada, I guess, for a while.
2: It's like you must have really covered some ground. I have the weirdest social media. <laughs> 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 Nothing over the weekend but pictures of shopping carts. In parking lots. You're the only one to blame. Well, (laughs) that's questionable.
8: Um, Ali, what'd you do? Did you have a cute Postmates delivery man?
1: I didn't. uh, Trying to think of all my Postmates. (laughs) (laughs) Four or five. Just just morning,
2: noon, and night. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I just hung out with um, a couple friends a couple days. I Mm -hmm. had friends up in Napa um, that kept sending me their um, really festive stories. That Mm -hmm. was fun. I've never been happier. They were wasted from like early, early morning through until like seven o'clock when they were like, "We got to go back
8: to the hotel." That's oh, your was kind of a drinker. Yeah. You, you could have gone to and chose not to. I sh- you-
1: I'm just not a wine drinker, and they right. were so oh. excited to like taste all the different wines, and I was like, nah.
3: "It's wine time, mommy." Yeah, <laughs> like that, like weird <laughs> feeling going around where like a shirt's like, "I need wine to start my day." <laughs> Not for me, guys. I don't not know what voice Jensen is not, doing. This, <laughs> is, <laughs> this is the suburban housewife. So, the, what's the uh, what's the? It's not
8: uh, it's not FOMO. it's the other? What's the opposite of that that we? Jomo. JOMO, joy, joy of joy missing of out. Missing so out. that's what you had. You had a lot of JOMO yes, this weekend. Yes, fun. Mm-hmm.
1: How about you?
3: And Jensen, how big's your baby now? <laughs> My baby is is huge a peach she's uh no right now it is the size the it was crazy there was one this weekend that was like his fist is the size of an artichoke or something or and i was like his fist alone That's. But i think it was huge. a typo i think he's the size of an artichoke <laughs> oh my god! yeah <laughs> got a hell of a fist i Just was nervous <laughs> yeah i was i was nervous about where the rest of the body was you know what i mean like oh seriously yeah. fist artichoke body you know like date and i was like oh, oh god dear yeah, he's gonna come out with like Thor's hammer. Yeah, no, I think you know? he's the size of my truck right now. Yeah, yeah,
8: that's exciting. Yeah, does your wife rubber belly?
3: Um, she she's like right in that weird middle ground where like she either j- has drunk a lot of beer lately or is pregnant. So I think that she likes holding it so that people are like, "Oh, baby." Right, they're not like she like, they really let oh, herself
1: you. go. Yeah, I think okay. she's
3: she's on the in between right now. Okay, great. I though on the other hand, am killing it. All right. Are you, are you putting on the baby pounds? Oh, hell yeah, baby. Are you? Oh, I think so. I think I was, I was up. No one said anything, which was very nice, but I think I was up about 15 pounds. <laughs> really? No, I really do at one point. After Atlanta, I think, I mean, we also probably ate four pounds at the Waffle House. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I was up about 12 pounds and then I lost oh. it.
8: Yeah. I will tell you, Jensen, wow. it does not show on you. At Thank
3: all. You.
1: It well, doesn't. It I
8: feel it. Yeah. Um. Don't ask about me. Hey, um... Bean. What did you
1: do? This I don't want to talk about long it. weekend or well, what did I don't you do? Talk
8: about what you
2: you can't say don't ask about me.
8: But but we're all we're that's having mongous. a good we're having a good time here though. You know what, what I mean, right? I don't want to bring the party down.
2: Huh.
1: What happened? I'm, it's just Bean.
8: It, n- I'm not joking though. That's what I'm saying. What? All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and <laughs> Beach. <joke. laughs> show. Well, no, I have a thing first. I have a thing first. Oh, the thing is going to cheer you up. The thing is going to cheer me up, and that's what I need. This is uh, Edward Cortez. He is 14 years old from California. doesn't say... I didn't see in the article, Allie, did you...
2: Which city he
1: lives in in California? I just sent it to you. I said, this will be good, and then I didn't read it.
2: Yeah, it's, it is good. It's it's <laughs> Now he's going to talk about it and not read it.
8: <laughs> <laughs> so um, so uh, this woman named Lydia posted a note online and said, my cousin and his wife got an email from their son's teacher. Uh, He didn't do his homework, so the teacher asked him to write a paper saying why he didn't do his homework, which is kind of an interesting approach. I mean, I guess the teacher was trying to engage in some sort of a dialogue with the child to try to probably try to convince him that homework is important because that's how you learn and that's how you get smart and that's how you grow up and you get a job and all of that, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So here's what little uh, Edward wrote back. And Kevin, this guy's going to be your new hero. All right. I didn't do my homework because I don't want to do schoolwork over the weekend because it's a stress-free time to go out with friends, watch TV, and play video games. My man. (laughs) I don't do it also because it makes me very mad and unhappy. I do what makes me happy because I want to be happy. Hmm. Plus, my mom has been finding gray hairs... Not trying to stress out dog. <laughs> I what? two different thoughts going on okay. there. Is the dog stressed out because the mom is stressed out? The kid is worried about being stressed out like the mom because the mom has gray hairs. I think that's what he's saying. Is here. it dog the bounty hunter? It I doesn't. I, I uh, doubt it in this context. That's a stressful life he lives. <laughs> and here's a good point he makes: the real world jobs don't give you homework unless you're a boss or a teacher. Homework is not a real thing in the real world. <laughs> Boom. So we should not have to do it in school because it's not useful. Hmm. Now, I, I hate to break it to Edward, but there are a lot of jobs, this one included, where you do have homework. You do have work to do beyond the work hours. Yes. Right? Right. So maybe, I don't know, what do you guys think about homework on the weekend? Do you think that's legit or do you think it should be
2: weekday only? I mean, seems bogus to me.
3: That's the most on-brand answer he's ever <laughs> given on this show. I
8: mean, I think we all had homework over the weekend,
6: right?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I think that was part of and the And we deal. all
2: hated the teachers that gave it to us.
3: We all hated having
8: homework over the weekend, yeah. and then there were the kids who would do it on Friday afternoon yeah. because kids they the wanted worst. to have their weekends free. And then there was Kevin and me up at 10 p.m. on Sunday night going, oh, I guess I got to do this. Is so now. stupid.
2: I can't <laughs> believe it.
8: So he says homework is not a real thing in the real world. So we should not have to do it in school because it is not useful. And here's my favorite part. Case closed. The court rules in favor of Edward Emmanuel Cortez in the case <laughs> of student versus homework. Wow. He's got a whole ruling in there and everything. That is a strong,
3: assumptive close right there. (laughs) Yeah, to actually give the ruling in your statement (laughs) is pretty bonkers. I mean, when you're telling the jury how they're voting in the opening statement, Mm -hmm. that's a baller move. Yeah, or intimidation.
8: How old is this kid? 14. Wow. And I also feel like he doesn't write
3: very well for a fourteen-year-old. By the way, I thought he was eight when you wrote yes, the letter. Yeah, yes, I when I feel, sent
8: it, I thought he was eight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do. I do think that he maybe in in Edward's case, it, it wouldn't hurt him to have a little more homework. Is yeah. What I'm saying. yeah, But I think that's a baller letter. I really do. I give him a lot of credit for for the argument that he laid out. I don't I really know
2: do. how, as a teacher, you can't at least give him credit for. A job well done.
8: Yeah. Yeah, for being creative and giving some legitimate reasons. It wasn't just I didn't want to. I mean, he actually backed up his decision anyway. Yeah, he left no
2: questions unanswered.
8: Case closed.
3: I'm the winner. <laughs> what is- now you write
2: a paper on why I need to do it.
1: Now the whole class doesn't have to have weekend homework anymore. Oh. Because of him, he's now a hero. He goes on to be president.
3: Yeah, he's taking I, it. I mean, that was quick. His, yeah, his it next was. step is Supreme Court, where he <laughs> walks up. Saying. he walks up to someone, you know, Kavanaugh. And he goes, "Listen, Kavanaugh, homework's not a real thing. Case closed. I win." And he walks away. <laughs> and then there's never any homework. Well, I think he's uh, awesome. I w- I think you're right,
8: Kevin. I'd like to see him ask the teacher to write a rebuttal. Yep. And see what happens. I would like to see where this goes next.
2: But great story. Thank you for sending that out. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Me show, shall we?
6: Me and f- him and f- you and. F-
2: you f**king f- asshole! Mm. All right, uh, great news. Great yeah. news. Normally we do that on Monday, but it's Tuesday and it feels like a Monday, so we're going to do it. We have uh, comedian Brad Williams in. I don't know if you saw him in the NBA All Star Celebrity Game. He had, I am a, he had a squint. So, I'm so mad that I
8: forgot to set that up to record. Oh, and you're kidding! So mad. You didn't. I s- saw the clip you posted, and it was awesome of his entrance. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. When I said that we were going to talk to him on Monday.
8: Yeah. yeah. He know, was, how, how did your conversation with him go yet? Yeah. I,
3: I did tweet back. I said, uh, hey, man, make sure he calls in Tuesday also because we want to speak with him.
2: Oh. <laughs> was uh, was Brad awesome? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He, he did take a charge once, which I found sort of funny because I don't think the offensive player knew. I'm not just kidding. I don't think the offensive player knew he ran over Brad. <laughs>
3: no. I'm not positive. Like, you didn't register, it just was. <laughs> he stole a jump ball as it was being as it was being uh, thrown in the air. He kind of, because it was low, he jumped, got it, and ran. That's how, that's, awesome. yeah, that's how the game started. Yeah, that's how the game started.
1: I heard he did the worm.
3: He did. he did the worm when introduced. I mean, come yeah. on. What do you want that's from him? Awesome. What do you want from him? Also, right? during all of All-Star Weekend, he was always right in shot for the bench, <laughs> and he danced for probably 80% of the All-Star Game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we'll talk to him about the dancing. Uh, Bean wants to get a tattoo. I do.
2: Of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Her my, Majesty, my mortal enemy, mm. the Queen.
1: Oh, yeah. Kevin, that's going
8: Lord, I'm very serious about it. I'm right. disgusted with my wife. Mm. She is completely on board. Sure. In fact, she went to Pinterest yesterday and started looking for images of the Queen that might be appropriate to uh, translate to a tattoo. Mm. Tramstam? For sure. I don't think so. Got I don't think be. that's
2: where it, I don't think that's where it goes. Yeah. Uh, people are dumb on the show today. Uh, Ernie Hudson joins us in mm. studio. How about that? Very excited to have him. A real Ghostbuster. And uh, K-Rock wheels up 2019. Destination number five is Beck and Cage the Elephant in Toronto. Your first chance to win is 9 o'clock this morning. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
8: Sally McKay. Hey. We were gone for three days. I feel like a million things happen in the world of showbiz. Dude, Can you yeah. bring us up? Get, bring us up to speed with what's happening.
1: Um, I could, but I just I wasn't paying attention, really, <laughs> at all. Um, were you guys paying attention to what was
3: I, happening? I have I have uh, really rode the Jesse Smollett story very close. Okay. I I, I am confused. Uh-huh. Disappointed. I, disappointed. I don't know what's happening. I feel like he has not yet been arrested. He's not going in front of the grand jury yet. I need to know the truth.
1: Well, uh, the two brothers that were brought in and then released seem to have had a a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, when it comes to this whole Jesse Smollett thing, um, they said they were indeed paid. They said that they did a, a little loop. They practiced the they were, whole thing. They were paid by him. They were paid by him. Also,
3: kind of a steal.
1: Like thirty five hundred bucks or yeah. something. If
3: you are going to get someone to beat you up, I feel like thirty five hundred is a good deal. <laughs> I was thinking they got like twenty grand total or something.
1: Absolutely, that's it. But a lot bargain. of people. The question is why? 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 Yes. Why would you do this? And according to ABC News, they heard that. Um, that threatening letter that he received at Fox Studios. It had, like,
3: magazine cutouts for letters, yeah. very ransom note.
1: Uh, that Jesse felt that he wasn't getting enough attention from that from his bosses, that they weren't taking it seriously enough. Okay. Which then makes you say, well, what? Because then one of the th- items removed from the two brothers' house was a magazine that they thought had some of the cutouts in it. Mm-hmm. So was there even... Um, a letter sent in the first place or did he Sure's send not. that one
3: also doubling down he's been doubling down oh. he tripled down technically absolutely he doubled down when he first heard that, that he was involved in it he said there's no way mm-hmm. then last night the lawyers or two nights ago the lawyers put out another statement that said he is not part of it this is all confusing he's still a victim yeah, yeah. What, I,
1: wow it's, it's all insane
8: but, but I don't understand your original question which is
2: why yeah why would you do this yeah, uh, I mean I, the only thing I could think of is is you want attention.
3: Yeah, uh, It seems like he gets so much attention. Yeah,
8: well,
3: I don't know. Why else an, would you do he, it?
8: He's enormously talented on a hit show. I don't understand how this helps him at all.
3: And I know there's like a theory that he was getting written off the show, which I don't believe. He's one of the three names. Well, he, he is now. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's all it's all gross. Hmm. Really, the it really whole is. thing is just yeah. gross. And speaking of gross, how much would you pay for uh, hmm, New England Patriots' Julian Edelman's discarded beard shavings? Uh, none,
2: thank you. Are you sure? Zero. Are you sure? <laughs> Zero dollars.
1: So, he was on Ellen, and she wound up shaving his beard, which I had no idea that beard was that crazy.
3: Oh, it's a he monster beard. insane. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was like Grizzly Adams, like, in the first week. I it, it was... It.
3: It's it was very cuckoo. difficult to hide Julian Edelman's hotness, and somehow yeah, that beard did.
1: It absolutely did. So he went on Ellen, she shaved it, then she collected the trimmings off the floor and donated them to something called Charity Buzz, which is now hosting an online auction with the proceeds benefiting the Boys and Girls Club of Boston. And besides that cash that they're raising from the auction, both Julian and, and Ellen donated $10,000 each to the Boys and Girls Club, which is lovely. But yeah. right now, the current bid is at $3,250 mm. for a Ziploc baggie of Julian Edelman's beard. Who? Yeah.
2: A hardcore
8: Patriots fan?
2: Even, still, no. <laughs> right? It's his beard, B. I want to smell it. I mean, that's insanity. Get a jersey, get a football,
1: get a glove, get a cleat, whatever. everyone can have those things, Kevin. That's right. Right?
8: If if Julian Edelman is your favorite player Uh and you love him and and you love the Patriots, you
2: have something no one one else has. Right. But then when you say to them, Mm -hmm. I have Julian Edelman's beard, they go, ew. Right. Like, that doesn't impress anyone. what
1: about, like, in a man cave? You've got Julian's jersey. Then right next to it, you have his beard and you put it, like, on top of a picture of him, like. You're, you use it as art.
3: But guys, wait till the bidding starts on Tom Brady's pubes.
1: <laughs> oh, why would you? Well, he
3: has them already? Yeah, it's going to go oh. up higher and higher. Yeah. <laughs>
8: Allie, are we forgetting
3: that cloning is a thing,
8: by the way, with Judy, Julian oh. Edelman's beard? Do you oh, think yeah. about how you yeah. could build your own Julian Edelman that you can keep in a basement in your house? Trust me,
1: I think about building my own Julian Edelman a lot, you guys. It's <laughs> concerning for a lot So of I people. think $3,000 is cheap. Well, that's just well, right now. get in there so. and
3: All you got to do, is, for that price, you can get someone to beat you up. <laughs>
1: Jeez. <laughs> um, you have three days, six hours, and 20 minutes left if you would like to bid on that. Just go to charity.com or charitybuzz.com, and then put in his name. And then, you know, put in however much you want for such a creepy item.
2: And <laughs> good luck with that.
1: Some birthdays for you. Benicio Del Toro. He's just great.
8: He is. He's great right? in everything. Right? Sure. Yeah, he just came off of that uh, that uh, Ben Stiller escape from Danimura. Yep. Denimara? And he was excellent in it. Yes, mm-hmm. he was excellent in it.
1: Yes. Uh, Jeff Daniels, Haley Duff, Smokey Robinson, Millie Bobby Brown, and Seal. And that's what's happening. <laughs>
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
8: This uh, story over the weekend about the bomb threat and <laughs> at the Walmart in Kansas is maybe some of the greatest television ever.
1: The Home Depot, yeah.
8: Home Depot, sorry. Yeah. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, we used to have a uh, a close friend of the uh, show, Mike Catherwood, who used to work here. And he was very proud of the damage that he would do to the restroom here at K-Rock. He yeah. would talk, talk about how he was going to put in some work. I felt like he would save it up. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. so that he could destroy at work. Yeah, he was the opposite of Jensen, who only poops at home. Mike (laughs) would never poops at home because he wants to make sure to be able to poop at work. But he would talk about how he was going to punish that toilet. I mean, he really looked forward to... (laughs) <laughs> Do it his business, all right. That's what that's what was mistaken for a bomb threat in this story, and there's so many things that are wonderful about it. Uh, first of all, the fact that it was misunderstood to be an actual bomb threat, but second of all, the anchors and I, we love stories where the news anchors just crack up and cannot recover, and they go they're laughing through the entire
2: next story. They're so in love with this story but at Home Depot. They also didn't realize their mistake until they were on the air telling the story.
1: She didn't realize it till well into the story. Right. And then
2: all of a sudden you can just see it click and she goes... (laughs) Oh,
3: <laughs> I'm so happy! I know nothing about the story. Oh, oh you're it's gonna love it. Delightful. Okay. So here you go.
9: Some scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. Now
8: listen to how serious and intense she is reading the story, Jensen, because she thinks there's an actual bomb threat. Yeah. Okay. So she is doing an appropriate job with reading the story. Sure.
9: A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments and. That man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up. But <laughs> <laughs> He
2: was fixing to blow know. it up. <laughs> and until she says those words, she has no idea what the story is. So she's just reading. Being, he was being polite. Yes. Yes. Yes.
8: <laughs> yes. It's very catherine esque <laughs> Guys, I'm fixing to blow it up. And what is it about the kind of person that announces that, by the way?
2: I don't know if
6: they're that's being proud kind,
8: of that.
2: Proud of, yeah. I don't know. All right. If they're being so, nice as well. I think, or, it's,
8: I think it's a nice move. That's it's, what I'm yeah. saying is maybe. you're Because you're waving off potential yes. people to follow <laughs> you. Yes. All right. So, again, here she is saying those words and realizing what's actually going on. He
9: warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up. But... Had no intention of causing a panic. Man also told others in the room laughed understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. <laughs> um, Depot says they will not be pressing charges. But I can tell you right now, you asked the producer for me to read that, didn't <laughs> you?
8: He's talking to her co it now, please. No. <laughs> all right. So now they're at that point where we've all been in broadcasting where they have lost it. And in fact, I believe she just asked if they could just go to a break because she wants to compose herself during the commercial. He says no. but they, They're like, Laughing too hard to move on to the next story.
9: Uh. To eat it now, please. No. <laughs> Are we gonna have to go to a commercial?
10: No, rate? we're gonna
2: get it. We're gonna get it. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Alright, we can do this. <clears throat> nope. I, I love this <laughs> time <style of> things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the,
8: the male anchor who takes the next story tries to go on. And by the way, let's not lose sight of how crazy this next story is that he is also reading, mm-hmm. which I don't even know if you noticed, Kevin, what it was no, because they're, they're all laughing. Sorry. But didn't. it's also a bizarre story. What the hell is going on with the news in Kansas?
10: All right. Uh, turning now to an impassioned plea in a string of thefts. Uh, police are searching for several thieves believed to have stolen. A 400-year-old bonsai tree. <laughs> the missing tree seen here st- <laughs> stands about three feet uh, tall and two and a half feet wide. <laughs> oh, no, no.
2: <laughs> and they recover, <laughs> or have they lost it? <laughs> oh no, they've lost it for
10: sure. With more than 400 points and branches, it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is green with a brownish curved trunk that tilts a bit to the side, as you can see. (laughs) <laughs> the, the owners of the tree, fifth-generation bonsai masters, would like to send a message uh, to the tree. What? <laughs> what is <What?
3: laughs> a
2: bonsai master?
6: Fifth-generation? They <laughs> send a message to
3: the tree. <laughs>
8: yes, that's what I'm saying. Is this next story is crazy, too. This is the best newscast ever. <laughs> All right, let's
10: see what the message is. Fifth-generation bonsai masters would like to send a message uh, to the tree. "Quote: what? Are you at least getting enough water? What?" what? <laughs> End quote. The owners say they've raised this tree as their own <laughs> child, and they are desperate to have it home. It's estimated <laughs> to be worth about. It.
8: What do you think this tree that <laughs> got stolen? Oh, no. I know this isn't the point of the uh, the bit, but what do you suppose this tree is estimated to be worth? Uh, a
1: couple hundred.
8: Oh, is tree. it that much? I was saying fifty bucks. Fifty yeah. bucks, couple hundred. Kevin, your thoughts? A uh, hundred. These are fifth-generation bonsai razors, though. Sure. Well, let me
3: change mine, then. Uh, One
8: dollar.
10: <laughs> All right. Okay. They are desperate to have it home. It's estimated to be worth about $90,000. Oh,
1: my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> $90,000. What is this story? This is not possible.
3: They also <laughs> talked to the tree through the television. <laughs> Are you getting enough water? What is going on? Hey, tree, are you getting enough water? I hope you're getting (laughs) enough water.
8: And stay away from the man at the Home Depot,
0: too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Bean Show. Hey, Rock. Plenty of bad news. That's easy to find. But once a week,
8: we give you five minutes of good news. In fact, I'll even go one step higher than that. Five minutes of great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News! Kevin, I'm going to start today. What? What? I
6: think I, 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 think
8: I thought... Yeah, you are. Wait. Yeah,
6: you are.
8: When, uh, when your kids were uh, young... Did you ever accidentally lock them in your car? Uh, No. That is surprising to me. (laughs) (sighs) Knowing how forgetful you are and how many things you
2: leave behind. I mean, honestly, I feel like I was probably followed around by someone to make sure. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm stunned that you didn't like, you're in the Kmart, you go wait a minute, I think I brought the kids with me. No, I don't understand that to be honest. That's that's a whole level of not paying attention that even I don't do. Well, it does happen uh, more
8: often than we'd like, that's for sure, because it potentially can be very dangerous. This story comes out of Florida. It won't believe you, but believe me, it has a happy ending.
7: An unnerving moment for any parent, that child locked inside an SUV outside the Pasco County courthouse. Thankfully, Pasco deputies were nearby and a rare moment of inmates working with law enforcement. she okay there. one-year-old dallas alone trapped inside her family's suv by the way are we rooting for or against the kid if her name is dallas i
1: mean i don't, we- think, it's,
7: I don't think it's the kid's fault
8: okay yeah,
1: and we need new strippers <laughs> that's
8: right okay all right so uh there are police officers around while the kid is locked in the car and also inmates on a work release program they'll turn out to be very important in this story
6: okay baby
7: her father tossed the keys in the front seat. The door's locked after he buckled her in. Trial the door. Trial the door. The front door. The driver door. Lock. A crowd quickly forms to help, including a group of deputies and work release inmates they supervise. You know, the trustees are people who made mistakes. We're trying to rehabilitate them and get back in society. Five low-risk offenders jumping into action. They were repairing medians outside the West Pasco Judicial Center. Surprisingly, somebody had a wire coat hanger we able to get the door open enough to get in there, unlock the door. Unlikely teamwork saves the day.
2: Yes, thank God.
8: By the way, this uh, in Florida, the inmates are wearing the old nineteen thirties (laughs) black and white outfits. I was very surprised to see that. It was almost like a comedy sketch. Yeah, yeah. And where did the wire coat hanger come from? Who had a coat hanger with them? Probably just one of the prisoners. So, so some, of the, some of the inmates pulled the door open enough for them to get the coat hanger in there and were able to, to pop the lock.
7: Sheriff Chris Naco says this inmate's unique skill set came in handy. Only when a deputy's around, we get com- permission. Can you break into that car? In Dallas's parents tell me, despite the scare...
6: Honey, was that stressful? Oh, my God.
7: She is doing just fine. Oh. Ah, beat it, kid. <laughs> So, uh, everything's
8: uh, fine. The inmates save the day. And that's my great news. Uh-oh.
2: Go ahead. Um, mine comes from Houston. A five-year-old student in Willis has a lot to smile about. as her teacher's sweet jester. Uh, Priscilla Perez is the five-year-old's name. Her mom cut her hair. Mm-hmm. And it used to be, like, shoulder length. You'll hear her tell this story, but you can't really understand what she's saying. But her mom just chopped it off. And then she was getting made fun of at school because of that by from all the other kids. Hmm. And the teacher, the kindergarten teacher, that stepped up and showed the love that she had for this kid was amazing. The five-year-old student got a rough start to the school year, and it all had to do with her hair. It was shoulder like here, and then my mom cut it. <laughs> it was shoulder length like here, then my mom cut it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And you just know that the little kid is thinking... Stupid mom, cutting my hair.
5: About that time, friends started to call her a boy. And those words from her classmates cut deep. I would probably pick a... I think the school was not fun.
8: Priscilla
3: would come to school in a hat and refuse to take it off.
5: She finally came to me and said that she wanted her
3: hair long, and I asked about her hair, and she said that it was short underneath her hoodie. But this challenge was not one Miss Grimm would back down from. So it was almost to
5: my waist, my waistline, my hips right there.
2: She's talking about her own hair. To her, wow. to
0: her
3: hips
5: wow this teacher decided to cut her hair i am going to do other things
3: for my friends in my classroom other than just teach them i'm going to show them the love and the support that they need in order to learn the new hairstyle did the trick a lesson in a
5: classroom that will stay with this little girl forever and who, who's beautiful mm-hmm. yeah priscilla's beautiful isn't
8: that sweet well now we have two people with terrible haircuts
2: instead of just <laughs> one. I don't see how that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> she even like matched had matching bows for every day so that she could match the little girl so that the girl didn't feel so alone. And it literally stopped people from making fun of the kid. I mean, to her face. Right. <laughs> and that's by my way. I mean I had a little bit of momentum, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the deal with the mom, by the way? Why'd she cut her hair? I don't know. Yeah, Mom's yeah. never not interviewed. And how furious is she going to be at this teacher, by the way, showing her up like that? (laughs) All right, back to you. And that's my great news.
1: My story is out of Newton, Massachusetts. And there's a town with a little two-year-old girl, Samantha Savitz, in it. She's deaf. And she loves to go on walks with her parents and chat with anybody possible. She just wants to engage with all of the neighbors. And her whole personality changes when somebody, you know, comes out and they try and engage with her. The only problem is it sometimes makes her really sad when she's, you know, doing sign language and people can't do it back. And here is what they have to say about that.
5: Her desire for engagement has been painfully obvious to everyone in the neighborhood. Whenever they see her on a walk or in her yard, and Sam tries to be neighborly, they find themselves at a frustrating loss for words.
9: I didn't know what to say back. Wouldn't you like to talk to her? You know, basic conversation that one would
0: have with a child.
9: Asking her about her day and make her feel that she is part of the neighborhood. Just be her friend.
1: So those are all the neighbors that how are about like, all how the do neighbors we, in that neighborhood? Right? They're like, how do we talk to her? And Steve Hartman in the story says this isn't something that a casserole can fix. You'd need the whole community to get together and learn sign language. Sign language, which. Is insane, Which right? Is
2: never going to happen.
1: Except it did. Uh, all of her neighbors got together, hired an instructor, and are now fully immersed in an American Sign Language class. She's brought this community together that just wants to be able to communicate with this little girl when she's out on her walks. And this level of inclusion obviously is gonna do so much just for Sam, let alone the neighbors. And her parents said that they're already seeing a difference in Sam, like she's That's rarely sweet. let down, she's really rarely sad anymore, which is so wonderful. And this is a beautiful ending to the story because Steve Hartman, uh, he sums it up perfectly here.
5: Sometimes it feels like America is losing its sense of community. But then you hear about a place like this, where the village it takes to raise a child is alive and well, and here to remind us that what makes a good neighborhood is nothing more than good neighbors.
1: Ah. Oh. They got together and they all learned sign language. First
2: thing that you sort of lose when you grow up is the idea that everybody can get together and do something. You just go, it doesn't
1: happen. Absolutely. Three of them will, but then everybody
2: else will stay
6: home.
1: Yeah, this whole neighborhood got together to learn sign language to make life for little Samantha a little bit better. And I think that's amazing. And that is my great news.
5: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock.
4: Pound for pound, he's considered one of the funniest comedians in the country.
5: Number seven, Brad William! I
2: mean, come on.
6: (laughs) <laughs>
5: That's strong. What happened? I mean, come on with the come
8: on. That's <laughs> Brad. right. Uh, Brad was part of the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game, which aired on Friday night on ESPN. You were wearing uh, Charlotte, North
5: Carolina? Is that where you were? I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. You will now address me as professional basketball player, Brad oh, Williams. Okay. I yeah. have played in a professional basketball game. I have an assist to Ray Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your one stat line? That's I amazing, have, Brad. I have two assists, both to, both to people named Ray. One to Ray Allen and one to my podcast partner, Adam Ray.
2: Hmm. All right. Good for you.
5: Yeah. It, it, it was are, insane. Mr. Are- Linderwell from Parks Junior High cut me from the basketball <laughs> team. Ha! Now, Suck
3: it! <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's, so, the, that's the reason uh, he came in today, to just... Yeah.
5: <laughs> just To talk
3: to exactly, act. pretty much. So
8: it. T- t- tell us about it. I mean, uh, were you taking it seriously? Were you playing to win? Were you nervous? Were you just out there having a good time? What was your mindset as the uh, as the game started?
5: Well, when it starts, you're like, all right, let's uh, l- like we're we're gonna go out and we're gonna dominate. Like like we're gonna go out and we're gonna ha- and we're gonna just win this game. And then once you've been on the court for like 90 seconds, you're like, I'm 35. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't breathe. This is hard. <laughs> and you run up and down the court twice, which in my defense, that's like a lot of steps for me.
2: Sure. Yeah. It's, it's like a quarter of a mile for yeah, the rest of us.
3: Like,
1: How did you prepare for that? Uh, I didn't.
5: Okay. Uh, I was, nice. I was boozing the
3: night before. Oh. So. Uh, Here's some people that were on his team. Yeah. As he said, Ray Allen, yeah. uh, extremely famous, uh, Bad Bunny. The singer, mm-hmm. Listen, I didn't know
5: who he was, yeah. but, like, you say Extremely Famous, and that's legit. Oh, no. Like, Heads, I got yeah. hit up more about Bad Bunny yeah. than anyone on my team. Hasan Minhaj, Migos'
3: Quavo, uh, your, uh, your podcast partner Adam Ray, yeah, uh, and then Amanda Seals, a very funny comedian. Yes. Who on the other team yeah. scared you the most? There's Mike Coulter, Luke Cage, Chris Daughtry, the singer from American Idol, Terrence J., uh, a lot of people on this list who I, scared you.
5: I will tell you who scared me, and who, it, I had reason to fear this man, <laughs> Steve Smith, wide receiver from the Carolina Panthers. Oh my god! Is it is it bad that this is my favorite moment from the game? He, all right, let's just be honest. He blowed me up. He just like he is like five foot eight, which is apparently small. In the NFL, yeah. Brad
2: Williams thought I'm near the top of the key, but this guy I'm gonna get a draw. I'm gonna draw a charging foul yeah. on him, yeah, and yeah. he
5: demolished <laughs> you. <laughs> and I don't even think he noticed. Basically, it was like a street fighter move. <laughs> like he just came in, lowered lowered a shoulder. He was he was Zangief, and I was one of those barrels that could just
6: destroy. Becality.
5: <laughs> yes, pretty much. And he just leveled me and like and like you said, didn't even notice. Steve Smith is five foot eight. He is he is he is one giant bicep. Yeah. He is muscle. And he's one of the most elite wide receivers in NFL history. He knocked me over at at, at one point. Did a different time. I'm trying to, like, really stay on him. And, like, he flat out just picks me up and moves me to the side (laughs) of the court. (laughs) And he also uh, dislocated um, Adam Ray's finger. Oh, man. Whoa! Because, like, someone was throwing a pass to Adam and Steve was across the court. And Adam's like, I'm wide open. No, because you forget Steve Smith is... Freaking fast! Yeah, he cuts across the court, jumps, and intercepts the ball in the process.
3: Dislocates Adam Ray's finger. Wow! (laughs) Also, you guys can't see, uh, but under the table here, he is wearing brand new Nike Air Max that are the colors of the Charlotte Hornets. So mm. clearly, he is swagged out. How much free? How much free stuff did you get?
5: I had to buy another bag, Brad. We're here. We're right here (laughs) for the swag. We're right in the room with you. We can hear you. Yeah. (laughs) Stop yelling! I'm excited. He's on a high, dude. Uh, and, and I'm literally on a high because these Nikes give a two-inch lift, six flags. I'm coming for you.
9: Wow. I'm going to ride screaming.
5: roller coasters today. I'm getting a Viper.
8: <laughs> I think with the two inches on in the shoes, you're now taller than Allie McKay. So yeah. Congratulations. Nice.
5: That's um, right. Did you score a single basket? Listen, points are overrated, man. Okay, I mean, at right. the beginning of the game. And Brad Williams oh, steals
2: over. the opening tip. <laughs> Seals the opening tip, runs down for a wide open layup, and yeah. almost shoots the ball over the backboard. <laughs> a lot of strength. A lot of strength there.
8: I may, may have been a little pump. May some adrenaline going. Uh, <laughs> they still have some adrenaline going.
3: Speaking of adrenaline, the entire All-Star weekend, including yeah. the Slam Dunk Contest, uh, the three-point contest, the yes. skills contest, yeah. a little of the game, Yeah, you were behind
5: the announcers.
3: Yes. You figured that out at some point, and you danced for an entire, <laughs> basically an entire weekend when on camera.
5: Yes. Uh, we found out, once I found out that we were on camera, because I was getting hit up on Twitter, like, everyone was, like, texting me, just like, dude, you're on, like, every... So I we just started dancing yeah. like crazy, and then uh, and then Twitter changed from, like, hey, look at that guy behind the thing, to there were people legit wanting to kill me. What? What? Is it? Like, there was people like, no. someone stop this dancing midget. <laughs> <laughs> By the way,
3: Kevin, that was terrible to
6: tweet.
8: You
6: should not have tweeted that.
8: <laughs> so Brad, as a basketball fan, yeah. I mean you, you I saw you you were posting pictures all weekend long. Here's you with Shaq, here's you with Charles Barkley. Yeah. I mean, you just met everybody. Muggsy Johnson, yeah. yeah. Muggsy.
5: Yeah, oh, all right. Muggsy Bogues is my favorite, because he's five foot three. Why? Why would he be your favorite shortest <laughs> player in NBA history? Can dunk. And, yeah, uh, yeah, he 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 was amazing. But what tripped me out was that all the players they watched the celebrity game. So the real players, yeah. Oh, really? So when we met Charles Barkley, like there's a crowd around Charles, and we're trying to like get up for a photo. He saw us and like walked over. And was like, oh man, you were like you when, when you stole the tip. That was crazy, man. You <laughs> <a> knucklehead. <laughs> and, then, and then and then we and then we, and we took a photo with him. Yeah, and, and, and it was great. Shack, same thing. Was like. Ray, that was a great spin move. what did you do when you did a spin move? That was awesome, man. He knew. He knew, huh? which was insane. And then uh, uh, I almost killed Dikembe Mutombo. I legit almost did killed you him. Bite his knee. He well, he's seven foot By knee, three. Knee, ankle. That's true. Yeah, he's seven foot three, and he turned around and did not know I was there. Oh no. And I legit almost killed a man who has opened up multiple schools yeah. in Africa and done so good much good for guy, charity. One, yeah. He is he is a great guy,
8: but he, so he, it's like when the rest of us almost step on the dog. That's yeah. what it was like for him. <laughs> yeah.
1: wow. I mean, I wish I could object
5: to that. But if you look at my Instagram, there, there's a photo of me of me with him. If he ever had an erection and turned around, he would baseball bat me into the fourth <laughs> row. <round. laughs> like, right it, it's, it's crazy. Who was the best person you met? Uh, and I'm going to get not funny, which is normal for me. Uh, I'm going to get kind of real for a second. Best person, mm-hmm. James Shaw Jr. James, really? Shaw, James Shaw Jr. Is that right? Who, he's the the, sh- the Waffle House guy. Yeah, Waffle yes, House guy, yeah. the, the Waffle House hero. First of all, his story, oh, my God, read it. The guy took out a dude with an AR-15 with nothing, with his bare hands, which he should be getting drinks and laid for life just for that. <laughs> but, like, when he's talking to you, I'm 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 saying this without any like he could be president of the United States. He has that, that kind of charisma, of, that kind of personality where he's talking to you and you're just like you're the most important person in the room. And he had so much fun, and it was so cool to see the players all come up to him and be wow. like, "Dude, you're you're a, you're a hero." That that was the. Coolest thing. So yeah, James. I was James not expecting together. that answer, I but either. I will allow That's it. Fantastic. Yeah, he 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 was the best man. But it, it was like, and also the fact I thought I thought Doctor Oz was like it's like real doctor. And stuff. He looked like a skeleton, by the way. Yeah. But like uh I talked to him, he couldn't cure my dwarfism. Oh well. Uh, not, not a real, a real doctor. doctor. Not, uh, a real yeah. not a real what doctor. What good is he? Yeah. yeah not a real Disappointing. doctor. Disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> well, even though your
8: team lost Brad, <laughs> it sounds like you had a great time. By the way, and you incredible made great comeback.
5: Television. We were down by twenty. Yeah. We were cool. down by twenty. But you had but you had Ray Allen. It,
6: okay. All
5: right. <laughs> but they also had Brad Williams. Right? I've I've got Issues with this because there's one time during the comeback when Hassan Minaj makes a steal and we legit need a three. Yeah. And Hassan pulls up to hit a three. Ray Allen is sitting oh, on the I wing. Saw it. Sitting on the wing, yeah. wide open. We're like, uh, or you could pass the ball to the statistically greatest three point shooter <laughs> of all time. <laughs> that guy's on your team. Yeah, if
3: Hassan Minaj hits it, it's Yeah,
2: but I didn't see Hassan Minaj looking to pass ever.
3: Ray
6: Allen!
3: <laughs> sure,
2: sure, that's an option. Well, I have a Sandinage
3: jersey, so I'm a big fan of his.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad, we need to take a break. You want yeah. to stick around because we're yeah. gonna talk about Bean is seriously thinking about getting a uh
5: mm. tattoo. Be- My first ever, Brad. I, you didn't have to say your first ever, I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's
2: a given, right? Yeah. We'll take a break, we'll be right back.
5: It's Kevin and Bean on
7: K-Rock. K-Rock K-Rock.
8: Q. Brad Williams still here how many tattoos do you have uh,
5: I have zero tattoos because really? uh, my father who is 75 years old and more machine now than man uh, <laughs> he's got oh yeah he's got two fake knees two fake hips and part of a fake back so yeah he's he's like the six million dollar man wow. uh, but he but he has told me that if I ever get a tattoo he will legit kill me is and that right I wow. believe him hmm. and um, I, I don't even care once he uh, once he eventually passes I'm not still, still not gonna get a tattoo
2: <laughs> Bean uh, has no, no put, tattoos
8: he put the fear of uh, death into you by the way my yes. father was from the same generation about the same age and that's how he felt about tattoos as well
5: yeah and same so way. and so now you're gonna honor his memory how Bean is considering <laughs> getting his first tattoo I am.
2: And I'm serious about this,
5: and I've given
2: it a lot. Why lie. are you laughing, Brad? Why are you serious about it? Like,
5: <laughs> what are you gonna get? Right? Are you gonna get a chip on your chest? Going down? <laughs> are you gonna get the, the Are you gonna
8: get the Edmund Fitzgerald? By the way, once I get hooked on tattoos, sure. I
2: guarantee that's
8: in
3: my future. Uh, There's gonna be a Weird Al uh, tattoo. There's gonna be a Taylor Swift tattoo. I'll get There's into that. Be, There's not uh, many people who have one tattoo. Being. That's yeah, true. That's, that is a weird that thing. You either have a bunch has, or yeah, none. As someone who has like twenty five, uh, I have a feeling it's it's very difficult for people. yeah
8: here's here's what happened brad a couple of things have happened um one is uh, my father did did pass away so i do have that uh, i i don't have to worry about that anymore i don't have to worry about disappointing the old man okay mm-hmm. secondly thank god that happened right secondly <laughs> um i have been i have a portrait of queen elizabeth in my kitchen and i, I love hold on her. He's, he's serious i love her and admire her and
2: um, she's been my queen my whole life.
3: And <laughs> been my queen. My Your
2: queen my whole life. She is Look, going. Just <laughs> let me butt in for a second. Um, people can't tell us apart. That's fine. You don't know our voices. Right. That's fine. We don't mind. Right. Every once in a while, I'd like to point out this is Kevin speaking now. Mm. I'm the one that's right. not getting the tattoo Correct. of the yes. right. queen because the royal family blows. Well, they don't blow. They don't Bean, blow. Bean, on the other hand, is the one who's getting the tattoo of the his queen. Yeah, yes, his that's queen. Right, he says.
3: And um she's ninety something years old. Can yeah. I ask what era you're looking at? Because yeah. I, I just brought it up on Google Images. Are you looking at a young queen? Yes, so I'm looking oh, at you're a too young hot queen. queen. Yeah, hot. definitely yeah. hot. Is
1: there a hot yeah. queen to be? Oh, yes. Yeah, she's, oh, she's still hot. Pretty. She's <laughs>
2: very pretty.
8: Yeah. Oh, she's still yes. hot. <laughs> <Good Lord.
6: laughs>
8: uh, I think she gets hotter every year, you guys. Uh,
2: sure. Then uh, you more. should
8: go with current. Uh, more uh, more wrinkles, it. more options. So listen,
6: um Oh my god. What young
8: queen, young queen with a with a crown, and um, you should see her with a crown. And um, I just feel like she's gonna going die to die soon. She's going to die soon, and she is somebody who's been important to me my whole life. And she's somebody that I'm not going to fall out of love with. It's you know, it's it's a safe tattoo. It's not mm-hmm. like you know, you know, like when I got that Je- the Jesse Smollett tattoo, I thought <laughs> I'm gonna this Empire guy is going to be forever. Right. But you know, I think the queen has been around long enough. That I think it's safe, safe for me, right? So I'm seriously
3: thinking about getting it. And
8: Jensen has very generously offered to hook me up with a friend of his that does outstanding work.
3: Great work, yeah. And I think I'm going to do it. Now, where are you thinking? A couple questions. I Yes. Where are you
8: thinking of getting it? This is part of what I wanted to ask. This is part of what I wanted to ask you guys. Yeah. Because I I don't know where to get my first tattoo. I mean.
2: Now, is it your first tattoo? Like, are you planning on getting more? Because that doesn't
3: that sort of. It will play, play into, into it, the but placement. It, it's such an empty canvas right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter where he
5: technically okay. puts it. I think. I think you have to be like the current trend in rappers, and you got to go straight face tattoo, face? bro. Oh, oh, well, neck. believe
8: me, I talked about that like with Donna. It. I said, "What if I instead of getting the queen, I just duplicated all of Lil Wayne's face tattoos? <laughs> what if that? You get the teardrop.
3: Yeah. yeah, the whole deal. That's a good option." Um, Jensen, where did you get your first? My first were, at, I actually got it a weird spot. My first were on my inside of my wrists. Okay. Which is not a, a common first place to get it. But I think... I, I mean, looked, if you're a chick. Well, yeah. I, but I think... <laughs> all right, guys. I think, I think my first... I think Oh, I, is, that
5: the, is, is that the tattoo that says, just breathe?
3: Yes, I, yeah, okay. well, I have live-life love or whatever. <laughs> uh, but what I'm saying is I think... In like, Chinese. Yeah, Chinese. I, th- I think it's in Chinese. Uh, I think the upper arm, the mom heart tattoo mm-hmm. spot, yeah, would yeah. be probably the safest for you in a first... Also, a portrait, you need a, a bit of a... You know, you need to run a skin. Well, way, Bean,
5: Bean, how are you with pain? Because if memory serves me, uh, not the... He's, he's sort of a baby with pain. Yeah. yeah. have do haven't you like separated a shoulder or broken a rib sneezing or something? Yeah, <laughs>
8: I have. Look, no one, no one looks forward to the pain of a tattoo. I don't think, except for the people who get hooked on them and then they they need that rush. But um, yeah, I'm not excited about that part of it. But it's <laughs> it's right. kind of it's kind of necessary. Let but... me ask you a question. Because yes. you have no tattoos, why don't Correct. you just put a, a portrait up of your queen? He has it up in his I kitchen. I have
6: that. I have wall. that. I have a huge portrait. Why isn't that portrait?
8: enough? It's just, it's not, uh, you don't travel with
1: it, for instance. he leaves his kitchen.
8: I do. I leave my kitchen (laughs) not often, but I do. Sometimes I go to the couch and watch TV. It's just, I want to do more. I mean, I am already, and I have been for
7: years, pre-sad about Her Majesty's death. I mean, that is... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
6: That's That's the the
5: difference between us. Devastating day. How are you not just getting a tattoo of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald right above your crotch area, and right before you go in with Donna, you go, you're about to get wrecked? How? (laughs) Are you it's not doing good. that as your first or tattoo? Or just
1: point and go, you know what else is going down? <laughs>
5: right? Again, I've got plenty of
8: time
3: and plenty of room
8: for additional tattoos, but I think I want to start with the queen. And I'm nervous that she's going
2: to die soon because she's really, really
8: old. And, okay, you, but- and,
3: and you want it to be photorealistic. But
2: let me ask yes, you that's a, right. mm-hmm. a question: What? Why do you have to do it before she dies? As yeah. if maybe she'll see it and approve. Right. No, no, not well, at then all. Then why? What difference does, does it the make? price go
8: up? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I just think it's something I'd like to do soon, sooner rather
2: than later. That's but what all. difference does it make if she dies or not?
3: To your tattoo. I'm well, saying. I have a Don Cause... Rickles. I have a Don Rickles tattoo, and I waited till he died because I was nervous. With like his last breath, he'd be like, "I hate blacks," <laughs> or like something <laughs> right. like right at the last minute. You hear oh, wait, him, um, so yeah, like, have, have you numbers. seen his? Act? I know, but I mean for real, yeah, like a, not safe. on stage, yeah. like oh, okay, in a okay. bed. Okay. Uh, so I was nervous about that. But well, I, what about your John Wayne tattoo? How's that looking <laughs> well, today? It's been a bad day.
8: <laughs> <laughs> but because we're about to run out of time, I, this is a serious question because uh, you brought up my uh, my arm, and Donna says that I have the body of. A veal a 92 calf, year old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A veal calf. Oh, okay. a veal calf That's what you out of here. And she is worried that it will not look good on my arm because I don't have a muscular body.
3: No, I don't either.
5: The needle will probably just go through your arm. <laughs> Legit, oh. and come out the other side. Right. Yes.
8: <laughs> yes. So, so, does it not matter, Jensen? No. If, no. if, if you have muscles or not, it'll, it could still look good. Yes. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, could, that might yes. be a, that
3: might be a bigger issue Donna has with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not involve the tattoo. Even <laughs> if you get
5: Young Queen tattooed, you your arm is wrinkled enough. It's going to be, old, be
6: queen. old
3: Queen.
5: No matter what.
8: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still deciding. It is something that I am serious about. I'm not wasting everybody's time here, and I just I, I don't know. I mean, it's a big, it's a big step. I think. You know? For our next step,
3: soon, we should get the tattoo artist on the phone. He can talk you through it and see where we go from there. All right. Get a little little fact-finding mission? Yeah. All right. It's just little bee stings, dude. It won't hurt that much. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. (laughs) This
5: is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock.
8: First, Allie's here with what's happening on a Tuesday.
1: I don't know about you guys, but there is no part of me that cares about the Oscars this Sunday. Like, I none.
8: I am
2: with you, girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Like, at, don't say girlfriend.
2: <laughs>
8: Ever.
1: Ever. If
2: you could. I am uh, not interested either. No? Kevin, no. Kevin, I thought
1: you of all people would right? be the deciding best. Stupid
2: Bean also brought in highlights of the Grammys, so uh-huh. I'm stuck with it.
1: Oh, it's so your turn. So I have
2: to literally pretty much watched the whole
8: thing. Uh, and 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 there're a lot of reasons including there have been 20 award shows in the last 3 months. Yeah. It's just awards fatigue at this point for the same people talking about the same roles for the same movies. You know, what also I mean? there's
3: nothing I'm really rooting for. I like the right. favorite. That was cool. But,
8: I mean, it's like, I don't,
3: there's nothing I, I need to win. And Roma's going to win anyway, so
8: what's the point? Yeah. That's well. A, we wait four hours to watch Roma win.
1: At least you're going to see Queen and Adam Lambert performing, you guys. Oh. So that's new. So the Freddie Mercury biopic, Bohemian Rhapsody, nominated for five Oscars, including Best Picture and Best Actor for star Rami Malek. But Adam Lambert will be up there with the guys from Queen Doing a song. So I I don't hate that. All right. That's about it.
3: I'm still not excited.
1: (laughs) Now, what was the thing that
3: That came out
8: over the weekend alley where they're going to have non actors presenting a bunch of awards? What's that about? You got me. Just random people. What did you
1: hear? Just like Steve pulling people off the street? Down the street? My little League coach,
8: Jeff. Like um, Casey Musgraves is presenting an award. Serena Williams is presenting an award. I mean, they're really mixing it up, I guess.
6: Hmm. Ah. So
2: famous, but not necessarily movies. Not not in,
6: but it, still not in acting. Yeah, yeah
8: right.
3: Interesting.
1: Exactly. All right. Well, that's, still not interested. That's something too. <laughs> are well.
3: Not turning my opinion <laughs> at all.
1: <laughs> at all. Ugh. This made me laugh. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are going to be on an episode of Family Feud. And apparently, it's must-see TV. They go up against the Vanderpump Rules cast, and there was an incident, apparently, during the taping. So Chrissy Teigen revealed on Instagram, quote, I can't say if we won or lost Family Feud, but we definitely brought a flask, I definitely chipped a tooth, and there was definitely a record set. So if she's up there with just a janky tooth because she chipped it trying to get a swig of a drink, I kind of dig it, right? (laughs) But who else is going to be, because there's five people, right? So you've got the Vanderpump people, then Chrissy and John, possibly her mother. Yeah, I don't know. Who else in the family? She posted
3: some video on Instagram of them practicing, and Mm -hmm. it looked like she was practicing with two members of her family, her mom and then someone else.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: She was not good at Family Feud, the mom.
1: No. Excellent. no. Excellent. Very Excellent. good.
3: Very poor. It's all good right. to know going in. Yeah.
1: Must see TV for sure. I don't know about you guys, but when I saw this trending over the weekend, I could not be more excited. Us Weekly says multiple sources confirm that the Jonas Brothers are planning an epic reunion nearly 6 years after they announced their split. Do 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 we need all of that? I don't so they split from working with each other back in 2013, citing complications within the group. And in the years since, they've all kind of taken on their own product uh, projects, except one of them. He didn't sing anymore. He was just like, I'm married now. This is my life. OK, um, but apparently they're eyeing a comeback under the name Jonas. The reunion will reportedly entail new music, new live dates and a documentary. Are, are they? Uh, do people? Hey, those Jonas brothers are assholes.
8: I don't know if there are, look, 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 there was, there were always people waiting for the Backstreet Boys to get back together. There are always people waiting for the Spice Girls to get back together. I I don't think the Jonas Brothers are in that category.
1: I didn't think so either, but. Yeah,
8: I mean, I'm sure there will be some Super Jonas fans who are excited, but I think that is going to be met with a resounding shrug by most people. That's real
9: talk right there, man.
3: I appreciate the bonus Jonas. He's the other brother. Mm -hmm. He's
9: younger. He wasn't
3: in it before. He's the other one.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow! what does he do?
3: I don't think he does anything.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I've never heard of him. Bonus Imagine Jonas,
2: being though. the only Jonas that's not oh. in the group. Yeah.
1: And do you think if they're reuniting um, under the name Jonas, uh, then they're just going to have different people? Like, they're not just going to be brothers. Maybe it's like...
3: Oh, they bring in their cousin Aunt Anthony or whatever? Right, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. Well,
3: there I were- hope they perform at the Oscars, because that'll get <laughs> right? me to <a> watch.
1: Uh, <laughs> good Lord. There were a few... Um,
8: Kids in Michael Jackson's family who weren't in show business either, by the way. they Very- like an accountant. Yeah, very unknown because yeah. they weren't in any of the you know obviously Reby and Latoya and all those went off and all the brothers and their various solo careers and stuff like that. But there were a couple more even beyond those who did nothing in show business. It must be very weird when everybody's in one
3: direction and you're they're in one direction. One direction. <laughs> I so, like changed greatly. I, I like the idea that like one of the Jacksons was my dentist or something like <laughs> right, just a exactly. completely different profession. <laughs>
1: Well, we've all heard that Kate Beckinsale and Pete Davidson are together. They're, this has been circulating for months. They were at a Golden Globes after party flirting. They've been holding hands at one of his recent shows. But now people are taking to uh, social media just to jab her. And in comments on a recent selfie she took, user Bob Jack Daddy piped up, "Oh, disappointed in your dating choices, to which she fired back, Fairly let down by your wonky beard, but thought that's possibly rude to say. I mean, wow, Bob Jack Daddy <laughs> <laughs> burned you, didn't Mode
3: it. I guess that means Bob Jack Daddy had a public uh, Instagram and in trash talking. Yeah, weird, right? True. Yeah. Or
1: it could just be his avatars. Right, right, right. It? Yeah, you never know. But most, yeah, most trash talkers are private
3: accounts. 95%.
1: Good times, everybody. Mm-hmm. Good times. Kevin has to watch the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. Some birthdays for you. Benicio Del Toro. Hey, Lita. Smokey Robinson, Millie Bobby Brown, Seal, and Jeff Daniels, and that's what's happening.
7: Kevin and Bean on K Rock
8: KROQ.
1: First, it's time for
2: People Are Dumb.
7: People are- Dumb.
2: This is the Hey, Drink Less
7: version of People <laughs> Are Dumb. Hey,
2: maybe you should stop drinking quite so much. Um, the first story comes out of Minneapolis, 2... Lino Lake's women get DUIs in the same car on the same night. Oh. Um, The police pulled over a white Pontiac Grand Am along 135 with both women inside just after 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Where are you guys coming from today, the officer asked. The woman replied, the gas station just down the road. Officer, anything happened there? Woman? Not that I'm aware of. Apparently, the uh, gas station had called 911. Said there was a car that ran into a pole and then a gas pump. Oh no. Hit the pole, continued on, hit the gas pump, and left. Uh oh. So the driver, Marley McKay, 20 years old, admitted to police that she was driving at the gas station. She said she knew she hit something, but left. Then the women started moving around in the car, and you can hear on the officer's dash cam video asking, Are you guys changing seats? <laughs> they were changing seats. So the woman that was driving and admitted driving moved to the other seat. Okay. Both of them drunk. The woman in the passenger seat goes into the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. So the cop goes, you're, you're both drunk. Yeah. So I'm going to give you both DUIs for driving the same car in one day.
1: So maybe drink less. Hmm. Can you give someone a DUI that wasn't driving though? You yeah. can if
2: they're behind the wheel. Oh, yeah, and wow. they have the keys in the car. Yeah,
8: right? but I think my defense would be if I'm one of those women, it couldn't have been me because the other person was charged with DUI. So if she was driving, I wasn't. They were both
2: in the in the driver's seat. Wet while the policeman was there, all right, huh. Judge
8: Judge Judy needs to get on this, <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I need to see how this one works out.
2: Uh, this one happened in Ohio. Unlucky burglar targets the home of Ohio sheriff. A burglary suspect apparently didn't notice the Ohio house he was targeting had a sheriff's squad car parked outside. <laughs> Run, row. <laughs> Sheriff Dave Brand said his wife called him uh, Thursday evening to say that somebody's trying to break into his house. He rushed home. He found the man reaching through the bl- uh, broken glass door, trying to unlatch the door. The sheriff said he wrestled the 37 year old man to the ground and held him until police arrived. The suspect produced a blood al- alcohol level of 0.33, more than four times the legal limit for driving. Ooh. Uh, He did say that the suspect had to walk past the sheriff's own squad car to enter the garage, steal the hammer, and smash the door. So maybe drink less. Maybe drink less, yeah. Drug driver in Ohio arrested after posting Facebook video of himself behind the wheel. Also from Ohio, Franklin County, an Ohio man is facing serious consequences after a Facebook post That landed him in handcuffs. Franklin County Sheriff Zach Scott said Dustin rickers 28, posted a 12-second video on his Facebook page um, of him swigging alcohol and behind the wheel of a car. So he said, check it out. Here's my music. Here's me. Take a swig. And then he turns the camera around. He's just got one finger on the wheel. Oh, dear. And so his friends were like, dude, Really? Mm -hmm. One of his friends is the person who called the cops and said, this guy is publicly, like, putting a video up literally on his Facebook page, and perhaps you should pull him over. And they did, and they arrested him. So I know know the guy doesn't uh, believe it now, but he's lucky to have that friend. Yes, no kidding. Uh, So maybe drink less? Drink less, I think, is my takeaway. Firefighter arrested three times in 24 hours at Cleveland Airport for disorderly conduct and intoxication. A Cleveland man and a 30-year veteran firefighter was arrested three times within 24 hours over incidents that took place at the Cleveland International Airport. So he shows up for a JetBlue flight, and he's way too drunk. Mm -hmm. And they deny him, you know, access to the plane. Mm -hmm. So he gets very upset. The police take him outside. He starts verbally abusing them. He gets arrested. He goes home and goes to sleep. Comes back the next day for his next flight, Uh which he had rescheduled. Gets on the flight, they back all away from the terminal, and that's when he starts cursing at everybody and not doing what the what the flight attendants are telling him Jeez. to do. And he actually shoved one of them, so they pulled back in. He, he, you know, they brought the police on. He was arrested again a second time, three times in twenty four hours. And then Is he went back, sort of record. Five hours later, and <laughs> tried to get on another flight, and was arrested for the third time.
1: What the? Do you in think 24? it was possibly, like, he had to fly somewhere to, like, meet his mother-in-law? So he's like, I will not get there. I'll <laughs> not show
2: going you. Sober. He's just trying to not get there yeah. on purpose. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe drink less. Drink less. Yes. And finally, man digs up father's grave to argue with corpse. Wow. Okay.
1: Who amongst us has
2: A Stanford, Kentucky man feels that he did nothing wrong after digging up his father's grave in an attempt to argue with the corpse. Michael May, 44, was arrested by an officer when he spotted him digging up a grave. He quoted scripture to the officer when he was approached. When he asked if he felt like he was violating the grave, May said, No, no, I see the truth. He needs to be on the ground, not under it. You tell him. May, whose father died 30 years ago. Oh, dear. He's been carrying a grudge.
1: Was charged with
2: violating graves, public intoxication. Why so soon? 30 years ago. The guy's only 44. His dad died when he was 14. Look, he's got issues to work through, man. And those issues, I'm saying maybe drink less. Sure.
7: Dumb. It's the Kevin and
8: Bean Show. K Rock. We are grateful and humbled to welcome our next guest to the Kevin and Bean Show, Ernie Hudson, in studio with us now. He is an iconic actor. Kevin, take a guess how many acting credits Mr. Hudson has on IMDb. Just take a stab at it. I saw that it was a long, long list. I would guess 60. 60? You think he's been in six, 60 different projects. That's a lot. It. As an actor. That's a ton. What if I were to tell you it's 236? <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: What? Ernie. I would say Ernie's lying on his IMDb. <laughs> Ernie, you must be exhausted.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I probably am. I just don't know.
2: <laughs> You've been acting since
8: 1976.
4: Well, no, I've been acting since 1966, but, um, you know, that was mostly theater stuff. So, 76 is when I really started doing television and, and film.
8: And do most people come up to you and talk to you about the human tornado? Is that your your? I right? role as
4: Bo in the human tornado. The human tornado. Yeah, every once in a while, the human tornado, <laughs> or Penitentiary Two, or one of those, you know, one, don't of those movies that, uh, you know, I was um, a, a little different character. You know, sure.
2: Does it make you sad that I sort of just know you as that's the that's a big Twinkie guy? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that was one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite lines from that movie. Sure. Well, so every time your name comes up, that's what I think of.
4: No, I that's think a it's kind of cool. I like people who think I got a big Twinkie. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. You
3: know. I'm a big Hand of the Rocks the Cradle guy.
4: So. Oh, the Rock. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because uh, there was never any movies tailor-made for me. So different people like different movies, and they're kind of all over the place. I mean...
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
4: you know, Hand Rocks the Cradle or The Crow or the Oz or something, but it's like a different sort of...
3: Uh, Everyone reaches it. Some, someone gets something different
4: out of it. Something different, yeah.
1: Huh. I'm team Grace and Frankie.
4: Oh, Grace and Frankie, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. which is a, a lot, a lot yeah.
1: of...
3: Uh, what do people mention the most?
1: Yeah. Oh, Ghost uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. At
4: the end Ghostbusters. of the day, it's Ghostbusters, but... Um, they don't
3: have conventions yeah. for Hand the Rocks the Cradle. <laughs> 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 if yes.
2: they did, I would go, trust me. Now, there no. is another Ghostbusters that's coming up in
4: 2020. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. That's that's only what you hear? It's only or... what I hear. You probably know more about it than I do. do I? But I hear it's happening. I, I did talk to uh, uh Ivan uh and Ivan Reitman and Jason uh Reitman who mm-hmm. uh you know, producing directing it. Uh but um I wasn't offered any job, so uh You're not gonna be in it. What? Well, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean I, I know it's happening. Kevin. I know yeah. it's happening and I, I don't know anything about it and uh like I said, I haven't been uh, approached or offered to job or anything so okay.
2: have you been told to save some time around whatever dates
4: uh not really okay. you know, i don't really talk to people about that and you know my manager hasn't called to say anybody said save some time so All right. All right. i mean it's it's i'm just happy it's happening and i'm, I'm yeah. happy that it's happening with jason who was like this little kid when we did the first movie he was in the second movie mm-hmm. um so i think if anybody's going to do justice to that whole franchise uh jason and ivan would be the ones that do it I'm, I'm happy for that i'd be happier if i'm in the if i can make some money but, same, uh, same.
6: You
8: know. we feel the same way same we
2: want you in it as well
4: yeah, yeah thanks
8: are, are you surprised ernie that uh that ghostbusters is the, as a franchise is still so beloved all these years later that it's just one of those movies that kind of never went out of style people always yeah. loved
4: it yeah i you know i am surprised i mean i'm it's it's amazing to me i mean yeah, five years after the movie came out, I was really a little surprised. And in ten years, and fifteen, and now it's uh, thirty-five years later. Thirty-five
7: people, years.
4: Yeah, still, um, you know, uh, quoting Twinkie lines. And, <laughs> you know, um, it's pretty amazing to me, and I'm, you know, very humble by it.
8: Sure. Um, Was it a uh, tremendous boon to your career? Or did a lot of people see you as Winston and it made it uh, a little bit of rough sledding moving on after Ghostbusters?
4: I don't know what people saw. I don't know what the studio saw. But it made it difficult after both Ghostbusters uh, to get another job. Is that yeah, right? You know, Even was, though you
8: it, were so good in that movie. Just the
4: opposite of everything I expected. Why me, do you think? Uh, I still to this day have no idea. Is
2: that right? Because yeah. I would have thought your phone would be ringing off the hook.
4: Uh, it was, but it wasn't uh, from anybody with a job.
3: <laughs>
6: what?
4: You know, a lot <laughs> so of people help. calling. No. But, uh, <laughs> There's
3: a lot of wrong numbers. <laughs> <that's right.
4: laughs> Showing them at my door. You know, A lot of people, but. You've uh, had some time to think job. about it. Do you have a guess? Uh no I'm uh, honestly you don't uh, know? I I really don't know I'm not sure why that reaction and then once I started working I, and I I work a lot but yeah. then uh, we well, did the second Ghostbusters, the same thing happened so
6: Huh
4: <laughs> Uh, you know, there you go. But uh, I've always been blessed to, uh, you know, to work and yeah. uh, make a living doing somewhere. Well,
8: that's what—that's why I brought up your IMDb. Is—is it's—it's just insane how many things you've been on, how many, how much voice work you've done, how many classic series. I mean, like you were in the Twin Peaks reboot, for instance. I yeah, mean, yeah, that that's was, the that type of thing that in a million years, I mean, every actor in Hollywood would have loved to have worked with David Lynch. You got to do it for a few episodes on that. Um, was that a, a, an amazing experience working for David?
4: It was. I mean, the fact that he called and said, um, you know, uh, invited me to be on the show. That was, I mean, I'm always humbled that anybody wants me. That I don't have to go begging for a job auditioning. So uh, it was really great. I didn't do a lot on the show. I, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what I did on the show. But, you
2: know, <laughs> Neither was anyone you else. Know? Yeah, they said, yeah, yeah. don't tell anybody.
4: I'm like, I got nothing to tell. I
8: don't, you know? Ernie, did you watch, as I did, all 18 hours of
4: the Twin Peaks revival? Uh, I watched most of it. You
8: did know? you
0: understand?
4: And any of it? Uh, not really. You know, I, I always felt in the, that series I was always getting set up for something to happen that never happened. I mean, it was like, <laughs> it was very, very strange. But my sons are big fans of the show, so I watched uh, a lot of it with them. It was. Um, it was just such
8: a, I mean, it was, look he's a genius, and everything he puts on the screen is beautiful to look at, Yeah, but trying to track it, man, trying to follow it... Yeah, man. that's a mistake right there. That's just in David Lynch's head, I think. I think he's the only one who kind of understands that universe well enough.
4: Yeah, I, I guess so. I find that with a lot of things in life these days, you know? I mean, I just sort of go with the flow and don't try to understand it and just uh, enjoy it.
2: All right, speaking you know? of which, we need to take a break. <laughs> yes, that's a great lead interview. <laughs> but you're in uh, Hot Streets on Adult Swim. Yes. And we're going to need a little explanation when we get back, if you don't mind. Go with the flow.
7: Okay. <laughs> Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous
5: K-Rock.
2: The
8: great Ernie Hudson in studio with us here on the Kevin and Bean Show. I'm uh, I'm wondering how we ever got into radio when I listen to Ernie talk. This oh, is just embarrassing. A yeah, it's <laughs> annoying. Uh, how do you think have- I feel?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a screeching tire.
8: <laughs> Ernie, how old were you when, you're, uh, when your balls dropped and you got this voice? <laughs> Seriously, were you like 11 walking around talking like this?
4: <laughs> you know, I I don't hear my voice, so I don't. Uh, people do compliment me on my voice, but I don't. I don't. Uh, it's just I mean, you know, I don't hear it. So those of us mm.
2: that don't have good voices. We listen to you and we go, all right, that's what we should sound like. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah,
4: totally. oh, yeah. I, I would you buy anything
8: you sold i would join a cult yeah. i would do whatever you told me to do <laughs> what if With he tells you voice? to watch hot streets well yes, i've already done yes. it i have already done yeah. that how before we get into hot streets how much voiceover work have you done i know you did robot chicken have you done a ton of voice stuff ernie
4: yeah I, you know from time to time I've, i haven't done a lot as, or as much as i'd like but uh mm-hmm. over the years i've done um you know i did superheroes i did uh some of the spider-man batman you know I, i'll go in and do different things um Beverly Hills, Chihuahua, uh, a couple of the oh, I didn't know you
3: did classics
6: or anything. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah.
3: But you know,
4: but the real big paying stuff. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. You know, the real uh but but I always have fun. It's always fun. And it's always a little bit different. Uh you know, I'm at a point now where I'm kinda of looking for what's different and maybe that's was what was so attractive about Hot Streets.
1: Because well, you nailed it. It was,
4: <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> yeah. different. It certainly is. <laughs> How do
8: you describe Hot Streets to people? Because I don't know that I could do it. Uh, yeah,
4: I, I don't know. I haven't had to. All
3: right, um, try it. So far. Well, so. He's, okay, so he... I'll try my hardest. Okay. I watched all three episodes. Okay. I At first was like, what is this? This is weird. And then by the end I was like, are there only three episodes on the preview? <laughs> Watch a little more. He basically plays Jet Jr., who is an airplane? A very small prop plane. Okay, but in a normal human existence, yeah, so but, an
8: office environment with a desk
3: and a chair, and he's but he's an airplane. But okay. then no one Hold. ever talks yeah. about him being an airplane. Why are you an airplane? I have no idea. Okay, uh, <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> okay, then he's taken over a police station mm-hmm. from a former. Uh, Lieutenant, or whatever, right. and yeah. now you are in charge of following these two agents, Bransky, uh, and uh, there's another one, right? Uh, is uh, yeah. it Chubby
1: Weber? Chubby, Chubby well, Webbers, thank that's
3: you. That's the dog. That's the dog. A dog. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Bransky and uh, yeah. Jen, uh, Jen Sanders, right? her cowardly dog, Chubby. I, I remember. Sanders
4: one. is the, the niece. Yes. And, uh, uh, okay,
3: Okay. Uh, I'm lost. Yeah. Okay. But, so then, he's lost. So, he's I'm on lost. So basically, they have to it's solve... It's Bransky and French, Justin. they in Thank French. You. There you go. They mm-hmm. basically have to uh, solve a bunch of paranormal, different sort of strange things that are going on. So and it's Scooby-Doo-esque. Yes, it's Scooby-Doo to an extent, but also like, you should be on marijuana uh, when watching. <laughs> but I very much liked it. That helps it.
4: That helps a lot. Yeah. And, <laughs> and
3: it's, it's done by uh, one of the big reasons that everyone's excited about it is Justin Roiland uh, is involved. Uh, yeah. He's the guy from Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and then and also Seth Green who you've worked with before. I've worked with Seth and uh oh.
4: yeah, did um
3: yeah, a couple of times
4: actually. But um yeah. Have you watched
2: have you watched yourself on hot Streets?
4: Uh no, I haven't. You have not. I have not. not. Yet. I have not. That's you
2: should. It's quite a it's quite a thing.
4: Oh, good. Good. <laughs> that's uh <laughs> That's uh yeah, it was actually very different and strange and and I thought it would be a lot of fun to do.
3: Um, and, and if your kid's so... like David Lynch, they're going to like this.
4: Okay, good. Because it's the
3: same kind of <laughs> okay. you have to be deep into meditation to fully get Or come. high. One of the other oh, right. are high, right? That's what so I call So, Ernie, it high, yeah.
8: when, you are, um, when you're reading these voiceover lines as Jet Jr., you don't feel like you need to understand his motivation or what the plot is or what the connecting scenes are around it. I mean, you can just lay it
4: down there without any knowledge of that that stuff? Well, you know, I think in life you don't really know what's coming and you can't can't remember what just happened, so it's a little bit like that. You know, you don't think too much into it. You know, I think you get a feel. I'm sort of into feelings. So you get a feel of the character and you sort of try to be present, which is what we all actually do anyway. Right. And so, uh, you know, the, the lines sort of tell you a, a lot more than a lot of actors like to... Uh, Except a lot of times we think we need to figure everything out, somebody just need to show up.
2: So you don't think of yourself as an airplane? <laughs>
4: Well, Well, that's
3: kind of, I mean, I hate to be the true uh, hot streets uh, expert here. But one of the reasons it's so funny is because he's doing it just like any other police chief. Totally straight. He's doing it straight. Like, you don't really know he's a plane if you have your eyes closed. You just think he's a police chief. And it's
1: such a small plane. No offense, but (laughs) why is it such a tiny little
0: jet?
4: Well, I think if he thought of himself as an airplane, he'd have a real crisis, you know? It's it's the last thing he sort of wakes up and thinks he's got work to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Plane,
8: you
2: know. it. Okay. I'm a
4: plane. <laughs> yeah,
8: Ernie, what's the uh, what's the dream
4: uh, gig for you? Are you at a point where you would love to be on a series, for instance? Well, I'm on a couple of series, and um, so that's not the dream. What are you on? What are you on right now? Um, I'm on um, a show called LA's Finest. We're shooting now. We're going to wrap up. It'll start uh, airing May thirteenth. Oh. On the Spectrum... Um, Spectrum Network. Network. Oh, okay, yeah. That's right? dash, it's um,
3: it's Gabrielle Union, Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba. Alba uh, uh, yeah, a a favorite pass. of the show. Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights is on it as well.
4: Yeah. Are you a cop? Uh, no, I play uh, Gabrielle Union's dad. It's a spinoff from the... Um, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. And oh, uh, I would have been Martin Lawrence and Jessica Alba's... I mean, not Jessica. Gabrielle Union's dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, ex-cop, but... Um, and really, you know, sort of the whole family dynamic and it's uh, it's, it's very interesting. And on um, BET, I do a show called uh, The Family Business. Um, a mob family, uh, the owner of the largest exotic car dealership in the country... But they have other stuff going on. And that's a whole lot of fun. Um, you are crazy busy, Ernie. Yeah, right?
3: he's the busiest. Um,
4: yeah. And then I, and um, now I'm going to go back uh, to Grace and Frankie and sort of resolve my relationship with Please Lisa do. Tomlin.
1: I was like, <laughs> you know? what, what? Where do you with that? No. Huh? But you're going to resolve that and I'm going to feel better about the dissolution of your well, relationship. it's
4: interesting because I'm amazed that uh, fans really love them as a couple. Yes. Uh I don't know why I'm amazed but um yeah, I um yeah, I, I had a lot of fun doing it. Good. You know? All right. Well,
8: Ernie Hudson is a busy man you guys and you can catch him Season 2 premieres of Hot Streets this Sunday night at midnight on Adult Swim and it's uh it's certainly Well, it's Adult Swim, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You know what you're getting. You do know what you're getting. Uh, Mr. Hudson, so great to meet you again. So great to have you on the show again. Uh, If you don't mind, before we let you go, Kevin has uh, 60 seconds worth of questions. He's just going to rapid fire hit you with him. You just give us the first answer that comes to your mind. You ready? Okay, sure. 60 seconds with Ernie Hudson.
2: What did you want to be when you were a kid?
4: An architect. Do you collect anything? Uh, No.
2: Of all the actors you've worked with, who were you starstruck by the most?
4: Um, uh, um, um, uh, Lawrence Olivier. Good
2: pick. Wow. Whoa. Dog kisses on the mouth. Yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> what would most people be surprised to find out about you?
4: Um, that I uh, I'm a, a fans of uh, Tidy Up.
2: What was your yes! first? Wow. What was your first real job?
4: first real job was um, picking fruit.
2: Do you have a go-to karaoke song?
4: Um, no, not really.
2: What's the best concert you've ever been to?
4: Um, James Brown in the 60s.
2: Do you have a hidden talent?
4: Um, hidden talent, um, hidden talent, um, No, I don't think so. (laughs)
2: Exactly how high do you have to be to enjoy hot streets?
3: (laughs) Hey, listen, I'm still stuck on the tidying up answer. (laughs) I know. Marie Condo and Ernie Hudson together forever. (laughs)
4: Thanks for coming by, Ernie. Great to see you. Okay, guys. Thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Thank you. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
8: Allie, I forgot to ask you off the air, mm-hmm. so I'll just bring our business on the air. Oh, dear. Oh. Did you see your boyfriend uh, Gary Clark Jr. on SNL over the weekend?
1: I watched the clips of it um, mm-hmm. because I tried to watch a little bit of Don Cheadle, and I was like, this is the most unfunny show I've ever <laughs> watched. And then I turned it off, and then I just found the clips of Gary Clark Jr.
8: What'd you think? He was intense.
1: Uh, yeah, well, yeah. The second song he did, Good Lord, yes. that's a very yes. intense song, and they would not they wouldn't let him sing the N-word. Which is kind of the whole point of that song, but... Well...
8: That's a tough decision for a network executive to make, even if the artist can justify it uh, artistically.
1: Yeah, and I think... That, there's it's a lot airing, of backlash to yeah, something like that. Airing at 8 o'clock, too, doesn't help. No,
8: nope, right. Help. In
1: different markets, but...
8: A- anyway, he was the musical guest. Uh, Don Cheadle, I think, did the best he could with what they gave
1: him. It's Don Cheadle. Why I not know. save some of your best stuff for Don Cheadle?
8: Because they don't save stuff, because they come up with new stuff at the beginning of every week when SNL begins, well, that's why. they should be ashamed, because that was
1: awesome. <laughs> (laughs) I mean, even you have to admit, someone that likes the show, that was
8: It wasn't a great episode. It wasn't a great episode. Although I, I do appreciate how much the president hates and now is threatening Alec Baldwin for doing impressions of him. I do enjoy that. That is pretty strong. All right, time for a final look at what's happening. What else is going on in the world of entertainment?
1: Well, it's finally official. Netflix and Marvel have officially broken up. Yeah. We knew after Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist were nixed that it was only a matter of time before Jessica Jones and The Punisher went the way of those three shows. And now they, too, have been... See you later. Punisher Season 2 debuted in January, and Jessica Jones Season 3 has yet to premiere, but it will premiere sometime later this year on Netflix. After that, there's no telling. Could it be revived over at the new Disney streaming service? Possibly. I think but,
3: so. I mean, like I said earlier, as an expert maybe. in television, mm-hmm. in the business, we say, who knows?
1: Who knows? <laughs> who knows? That's <laughs> Absolutely. A That's a great character.
3: expert thing.
8: Yeah. Yeah. Guys, what would happen? Uh, this doesn't make any sense. Their characters aren't popular enough to make the movies? Punisher, Jessica
3: Jones? Uh, I think they a, a cameo could appear. I'm not sure it's Avengers uh, level, mm-hmm. but I think it could show up in some movies. That would be nice.
1: I'm, a, I'm team Daredevil. All the time, forever yep. and ever. I would show. watch a Daredevil movie, for Love. sure.
3: I done loved right
8: it so much. this time.
1: Hmm. Oh, it was done right. Are you kidding? Daredevil oh, was amazing.
8: I was thinking of the uh, the Ben Affleck one. Oh, the good one. Wasn't that one. Daredevil? Oh, the good one. Yeah, was. yeah that was Daredevil. How dare, dare you. One.
1: Very, very different. <laughs> very, very different, you guys. Um, in case you're waking up and seeing David Horowitz trending on social media... Yes, that is David Horowitz that we grew up loving watching on NBC4 here in L.A. He was known for his uh, Emmy-winning TV program Fight Back with David Horowitz. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Fight back. Sure. Don't let anyone rip you off. It's just excellent. But also... Uh, in 1987, he was in the middle of a newscast when a man appeared with a gun and took him hostage live on the air. He remained calm, read the gunman's statement on camera, but the station had cut the broadcast without the gunman became, becoming aware of the fact. And turned out it was a toy BB gun. But because of this and because it was it was huge news back in the day... David Horowitz then took on a campaign to ban toy guns that look like real guns.
3: And as we know, all gun issues have been fixed because of him. All of them, yes.
1: But he has passed away at the age of 81 years old. So rest in peace to David Horowitz, longtime consumer journalist here in L.A. And if you were a kid during that time and you would see him pop up on Silver Spoons, ALF, The Golden Girls, Saved by the Bell... I remember being on vacation in Massachusetts and being like, that's our news guy. He's on our news, you guys. And he's on ALF. And like, my, shut up, nerd. my cousins are like, who cares? I'm like, no, seriously, this is so cool. We watch him on our news. <laughs> oh, it's such a sad existence, I love.
8: What was, uh, what was sadder, uh, Allie? Mm-hmm. Your childhood or your adulthood?
1: <laughs> that, no, that is a great question, Jensen. I don't know why you're laughing at
8: it.
1: Um, how dare you? <laughs> I mean, I guess your childhood yeah
2: is sadder because back then you at least had potential to change.
1: Oh my god. Whoa. Right?
2: Bean's bringing the heat.
1: I mean, a real turn was taken right there. Mm -hmm. She's so sad and lonely. I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. You guys, Arrested Development, March 15th, Netflix, all eight episodes of Season 5, Part 2 will be launching.
8: Uh, I My, thought we were through that long national nightmare. Oh,
1: no, it's Why back? so soon? It's back. Do they do press for it, or is Netflix like, hey, guys, take this one and just sit it out. Yeah, we don't, we don't want time. you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a good situation.
8: No. I never thought that we would get to a point in America where we were not, not just not excited, but
3: dreading more aggressive developments. Aww. It's just too much TV in general. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a lot, but if you're interested, March fifteenth, okay. all eight episodes of season five, part two, launches on Netflix. Uh, this uh, I don't know why this kind of made me sad, but when I heard that the pregnant Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, landed in New York City yesterday for her baby shower, I. I'm I just think it's sad that you're traveling to America for your shower because you know you're going to have a better time with all your girlfriends here than if they went to you, You which is usually, yeah, which is usually what you do. You go to your pregnant friend for her shower. You don't make her travel across the (laughs) pond. Like how, how much does it suck for her in England that she's like, no, no, I'll, I'll fly. I'll come Happy to you guys Happy to come Happy to come here Absolutely
8: <laughs> Let me place devil's advocate here mm-hmm. And I don't care one way or another But isn't it possible That after living her first 28 years Or whatever it was in America That she just has a ton of friends in America Not as many in England And she wanted to spare them The, the expense and travel Of having to come to her
1: 100% But you usually If your friend moves Like I grew up here in LA If my friend moved to North Dakota And you got would, pregnant You would fly to her Okay You wouldn't make her come to you I don't know. But then oh. I think about like the queen right, playing, how she sucks. Playing those games like the smell the diaper game where they fill it with like different chocolate and they have to write down what they oh, think yes, it is. Oh, the
3: famous smell the diaper game.
1: <laughs> it's for have you ever been? No. You're going to. I'm You're- not
3: going. I go at the end. I don't have to sit through this stupid game. Actually, I don't even think she's having one.
1: Oh, I hope she doesn't.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't think They're she is. They're the
1: worst. Is. They're the worst. Yeah. Unless it's an open bar, and then I say kudos you when <laughs> you've got a friend know that, that does I didn't open know that
8: the husband was supposed to be at the baby shower. No, you That's
1: show like,
3: up at, like, the end. Yeah, you show up like, hey, at the end. Oh, cool.
1: How was it? Kiss awesome. You and
3: you pick up a gift or
1: something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's hours. Like, oh, put your hand in this rice and pull out the safety pin. Oh, because when well, you're blindfolded, you can't tell which one is rice and which one's a safety pin like
3: wrap someone up in toilet paper or something. Or...
1: That's usually a wedding, so it looks more like their um wedding dress. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the one with I, the I'm diaper, a dirty toilet like, paper,
3: like that's oh, been used. That's oh, disgusting. That's a whole it's to get you ready thing. for kid poop. Gross. Yeah. But the Cru- diaper
1: one, you have like chocolate in one, then you have like gravy in another, and you have to smell it and determine what is in the diaper. And you, you
0: do this You do this voluntarily?
1: Yes, they're the worst. And they're ours. And then you have to sit there while she opens each present. You're like, "Oh, Oh, that's a great onesie. Who cares?
2: What? So sorry, you have to sit there. and So she opens all of the games from everybody. Yes. And you have to
1: stay? Yes. That's why I'm saying friends that are lovely that have an open bar. That's wonderful.
3: I don't even think we're having one, just for the record. Yeah, I think that's... Christine
8: okay. says, assistant producer Christine says she went to a co-ed shower this nope. weekend. There were no. lots of guys there. Nope. And that the guys had fun. There were games, but they didn't force everybody to participate.
5: Co-ed. God, I hate you so much.
3: Coed is so stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's horrible for the women to go. Yeah. It sounds terrible. It really Honestly, is. one day we should do a phone topic where someone calls in and defends their co-ed baby shower. Because I, I, I don't even think they're in a universe where that makes sense like that is so stupid
1: unless it's just a big party no still don't have it no? have a party
3: nope don't need to do it for certain specific things
8: but I mean again devils have a good being here isn't the, the 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 reasoning it's not just the woman's baby it's gifts for the baby of both
3: the mother and the father well i I, I don't disagree with that I'm just saying don't have any of it so <laughs> I'm saying like discontinue it all don't have any of it and specifically don't have a co co don't ridiculous. have either yeah, yeah. You married the right woman, it sounds like, Jensen. <laughs> she loves this stuff. She's trying to get me to do less. Yeah, she's like, no, don't do this. Sweet. She, she disagrees with any of these traditional things.
1: Interesting. Yeah. All right. I don't know if you guys saw over the weekend uh, a gender reveal that was trending where she went to cut the cake, and then as she's putting the knife to the cake, a uh, a crazy, like, monster thing pops out of the cake. It was like, Arr!
3: it's like an alien puppet. And
1: scared everybody at the party. <laughs> it was brilliant, and I loved it so very much. <laughs> so, someone was hiding under the table the whole time waiting for that. It brought me joy because, really, gender reveals. Yeah, stop same it. thing. Yeah, stop stop it. It, people. All right, some birthdays for you Jeff Daniels, Benicio del Toro, Haley Duff, Smokey Robinson, Millie Bobby Brown, and Seal. And that's what's happening.
8: If you're just listening right now, you may have missed much of the earlier broadcast of today's Kevin Bean show including our special guest from Ghostbusters Ernie Hudson. Man, Kevin could not wait to talk Ghostbusters with Ernie Hudson. What? He barely he won- sat down, Kevin was was berating him. I wasn't
3: berating him. How you were dare berating you? him. Uh, he, Brad. He said, he said, I only know you from this. And then a, co- <laughs> and then a couple questions later, he said, "Does any? Do, uh, what are you most recognized for? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, that's different <laughs> like everyone else
3: and me.
8: Also, How we did uh, <laughs> People Are Dumb and we got into the topic of whether or not I'm really going to get a Queen of England tattoo. Right now, survey says yes, by the way. And the reason I bring all this stuff up that you missed is you can catch up on the Kevin Bean podcast, which is available at radio.com, krock.com or wherever you get yours. You
2: can listen to a 5 p.m. commercial free hour here. On K Rock, thanks to a random act of helpfulness to the SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, we're going to talk to a tattoo artist about Beans' upcoming tattoo. Mm-hmm. This is Louis
3: Perez. He's very good, right? Yes, he's uh, done most of my tattoos. He's here in Los Angeles at the Shamrock Social Club on Sunset.
2: All right, and also a new feature called Towels. What's up? <laughs> and we'll continue K Rock Wheels up 2019. Destination number five. Which will is... that be an ongoing
8: series? It will do, be. Or yes. You think this is just
2: yes. a one? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's an ongoing thing. All right. Uh, back in cage, the elephant in Toronto is what you're listening for. That's coming up uh, again at uh, noon, three, six and nine. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning.
5: This the Kevin and Bean show. K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.